Welcome to the podcast for First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights. These are the audio versions of the sermons preached each Sunday. I hope you enjoy. Our scripture reading tonight is from the Gospel of Luke, the 22nd chapter, verses 14 to 23. When the hour came, Jesus took his place at the table and the apostles with him. He said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me, and his hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined, but woe to that one by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to ask one another which one of them it could be who would do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Tonight we gather in our homes and we remember the Last Supper as we do every year at this time. Even apart, we will unite in the love of God when we share the meal at the table. As we keep our prescribed distance of six feet apart, we will come together around a virtual table. I expect that through the miracles of technology, you will feel the bond of God's love and we will all experience that holy unity that comes when we belong to Christ. Remember, it was only a few days ago that we heard the shouts of Hosanna and waved the palm branches as Jesus rode into Jerusalem. Tonight, the palm branches are ground into the dust of the road. We still walk the way of the palms, but we are no longer waving them. In fact, we barely remember welcoming Jesus into the holy city because there has been so much death and destruction in the last few days. More people sick with the coronavirus, more people on ventilators, more people dying, not enough tests or personal protection equipment, not enough ventilators, One person points a finger at another person, one country points a finger at another country, and most of us have this ever-growing knot of fear and anger and grief and disappointment building in the pit of our stomach. What did that whole palm parade mean anyway? Where is the king? that will save us. This year, I believe we are closer than perhaps any other year 
in understanding the feelings that were being experienced by Jesus' disciples around the table on that last night. I imagine that the emotions around that Passover table were much the same as what we feel tonight. Fear, anger, disappointment, sorrow, overwhelming grief. Nothing was turning out the way they had planned. Jesus had been received as a king on Sunday, but then there was that embarrassing display of his temper in the temple right after that parade, and the rumble and mumbling of the religious leaders was growing stronger by the day. It felt like everything was falling apart, and the disciples couldn't make sense of it. They didn't know how to put it back together again. They felt completely out of control. Now they sat around the table, and they were comfortable around the table. The ritual around the table was something they were used to. There were prayers and wine and more prayers and more wine and more prayers and more songs and then some food, and they knew that ritual by heart, for they had practiced it every year of their lives. What they weren't used to was the heaviness that was around this particular table. What they didn't understand is Jesus saying to them that this would be his last Passover with them. What they didn't want to hear was the talk of death and denial and betrayal, who among them would do such a thing? There was something happening all around them. The tension in the room was so thick, you could cut it with a knife. They didn't like it, they didn't understand it, and they could not control it. Isn't that how we feel tonight? I know it's how I feel. This pandemic is happening all around us. We haven't seen death tolls on our television set since the years of the Vietnam War. And the death tolls they report every night now are much higher than what we were seeing then. Many of us are not sick, but we know people who are sick, and we are afraid we will get sick, or afraid we are around people who are sick. We hear about the nurses and the doctors without proper protection working 12 and 13 hour shifts. We hear about even young and healthy people succumbing to this virus. We hear about the first responders, firefighters, police officers, and EMTs, all of them getting sick, the toll mounting in each local municipality, we are told about the hospitals overflowing and the risk of ventilators running out, but it's hard for us to understand. How can this be? We live in the United States of America. If or when we do venture out to do some grocery shopping, we have noticed over the last few weeks more and more people wearing masks, wearing gloves, staying there six feet away, 
from anyone. We rummage around at home finding or making our own masks and gloves. We try to focus on e-learning for our children. We try to do the work that our employer expects from us. And we feel so powerless and so out of control. Each day is exhausting. There is nothing we can do to fix this situation, except follow the guidelines. Stay at home whenever possible. Keep your distance of six feet apart. It is so overwhelming. Most days, it just feels like too much. When things are too much or out of control, we can fall back on ritual. And that's what the disciples did for the Passover meal, and that's what we will do tonight. We can sit at a table alone or with a loved one. We can pour a small glass of wine or juice, take bread or a cracker. We can listen again to the prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer that reminds us of the amazing things that God has done for us. We can hear the words of institution, the words that Jesus said to his disciples on this very night. And we can remember this, tears and grief are part of the journey to Easter. They belong to this night and tomorrow night and to all day Saturday. It is okay to grieve. It is okay to sit with our sorrow and our disappointment. Our tears and this grief right now are about our fear and sorrow over missing our church building and our dear friends that are here when we gather. Our tears and our sorrow are about not coming together on Easter to hear trumpets or to experience our glorious choir and our organ. Our tears are rooted in our fear and anxiety over coronavirus. They are rooted in our anxiety that nothing will ever be the way that it used to be. Our tears and our grief on this holy night, however, are also rooted in the holy mystery of God's incredible love for us. A love that comes out of the place of despair and hopelessness and powerlessness. A love that we witness as we walk the way of the palms all the way to the cross. A love that is so strong, it will defy all that threatens us, even death. I invite you to sit with us at the table tonight. Weep with us. Feel the grief that burdens all of us. Hear the familiar words. This is my body, broken for you. This is my blood, shared for you. And know that as these words are spoken, as we remember this holy night, we are bound by a love that is so strong, 
that there is nothing that will ever tear us from this love. Amen. Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about First Presbyterian Church of Arlington Heights, please visit www.firstpresah.org for more information on service times, directions, and to learn more about the First Pres family of faith.